Uh, when I almost scored with four chicks seven years ago, this one chick's father brought forth on me a prostitute. Because some dudes just weren't created equal. <laughs> yeah. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tail Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Booster suck! Oh yeah, you you had your COVID booster. You had, you had fun. I had COVID booster and my shingles first shot, since I'm old. And you didn't react well? No, I, I'm still not 100%. I'm like probably 70% right now. I got it on Friday. We're recording Sunday morning. It's been 36 hours. Yesterday, I was just a vegetable on the on the on the chair. Mm. But we have a guest. Uh, no, we don't have a guest. This is episode 197. We have a third host. Zach's here. Zach's here. Hey, Zach. Hi, Zach. Hey. Didn't I just see you? Well, no, you didn't because you were sick and didn't come in. I saw you on the on the on the screen. Oh, I didn't see you, but okay. I guess that's true that you did see me. You creeper. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? You're going into the security cameras, Just at w- lying in bed with a fever, sleeping, and looking at your security feeds and watching us work. I don't think he was sleeping. He might have been doing something else. <laughs> I love when Zach fixes games. Oh my god, it gets me so hot. bend over that game. Yeah, big boy. Did you like watching me fix your white water. Sleeping over a hot flipper bat. What was wrong with white water? The left flipper broke in half. Oh, cute! Wow, what's with flipper bats breaking? Well, not not well, the that, bat, the uh, where the link goes to the crank. The oh, entire oh, okay. fell out of the thing. Oh, I had some, didn't I? No, I just put it back in. Oh, okay. Oh, the bolt just slid out. That's all. Yeah, even though it has a nylon lock nut on it. Like, all right, repairs. Came off. <laughs> Might as well just do repair. Let's just throw it all off here. Repairs. You act like there's a plan. I know, there is a plan. I'm looking at it. I'm not. And we just it. we go right off it. Well, that's too bad. So bizarre. How did bizarre yeah. work out for your repairs, Zach? How bizarre? How ding, bizarre? Ding, oh, is ding, it a ding, game? Ding, it's a game. Ding, it's a game. No, it's Ooh, bizarre, not baby. bizarre. Ooh, baby, you're making me crazy. What even relationship does that song have to this? How bizarre? Ding, 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 ding. He, he is right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wrong word. So. Yeah, I'm shopping bizarre. Every single wood screw when I tried to get out of the play field, it got halfway. They just like came out. So I was like, ooh, this is fun. So I decided to fill every screw hole in the top side of the play field with JB Weld and leave it overnight. And now the screws are nice and tight. Nice and tight. And Zach Over. actually made his own uh, flipper base. Yeah, all the screws on the one flipper base were stripped, and then someone had super glued the coil stop back on. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> So zipper flipper coil bases are now available through Zach. <laughs> well, they, they would be, except I can't You're find a number stuff. five tap to make the holes for the. End you can find screen. it. You just don't want to pay that much money for it. Yeah, I'm not paying thirty bucks for one fucking tap. You go for Amazon, twelve dollars. Not paying twelve dollars for one fucking tap. Hey, there you go. That's as much as I paid for the entire base plate. That's as much as I played for the entire game. But if you actually had them tap it, you would have been better off. I do have to tap it. No, I know, but if you had them tap it, you would have been better off. No, they don't do number fives either, because number oh, five doesn't actually exist. It does exist, just not common. Not anywhere these days. 
I'm running the same problem on my homebrew. I'm trying to install one of the flipper button switches, you know, on the cabinet, mm-hmm. which of course takes number five screw, a one and a half inch long number five screw. I'm just like, where the hell do I get this? We got a special order of this screw off off of boltdepot.com or something. <laughs> one screw, $27.95. dollars mounting my own screw in a cabinet, which is the cabinet, which is so stupid. <laughs> There's cheaper screws out there, you know. <laughs> wow. Way to disrupt our, our flows. Oh, yeah, I, your I, flow was so great there. <laughs> uh, had it out in family. I see they took it apart more. Yeah, they were cleaning the uh, all the subways. Good. They were disgusting, weren't they? Where were you doing all this? At the Rochester Pinball Collective. Zach, tell me where it is. Uh, East Rochester. <laughs> I did he better. I he did better. He doesn't even know. I did better. <laughs> 349 West Commercial Street. What suite number, Zach? 2965? Yay! Yay! He got <laughs> Wow. And he's one of the five owners. Yes. <laughs> I, I've been meaning to just take some of our business cards and keep them in my pocket so I can reference them for these sort of questions, but I haven't done it yet. Oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. That would be, you know, he's talking to somebody. I have this, we have this co op thing. It's great. Oh, where is it? Uh, East, East Rochester. Rochester. Oh, well, where? I like to know. Go there maybe and try it out. Uh, East Rochester. Check out our just website. Look, it has the address. Website. Yeah. That's what I usually do. Oh, uh, yes. We have 49 games. 49, not 50. 49. Zach, we have to get the 50. 50, and you'll never hear me talk about it again. Oh, you'll talk about other things. I finished shopping out Surf at Safari. I heard. Me too. Uh, oh. Years ago. Oh. <laughs> Years ago. <laughs> and how is that Godly Pauly doing? Uh, it's great. The best part is when I, I took the main ramp thing off, and there was like a screwdriver underneath it. You got a you got a free nut driver that was left there from the previous. Yes, that was funny. Like you wow. got a free nut driver. That's a it's a bonus. It's like when you find quarters in a machine, you found a nut driver. <laughs> I wonder if there's a thread on Pinside for just like weird things you found in games. That was a good one though. The other thing is, let's see, uh, on the right side, the the return on the right side, the flasher that was there, I never noticed that it it never worked. And when I took it off, I found out why it wasn't hooked up. There was no wiring to the flasher at all. And then then I was like, you know, there's this connector underneath the play field that wasn't connected to anything. I wonder if that's what that was for. So you're missing one whole side of the connector wiring? Uh, Yeah, the the side that goes to the flasher. I, I made it. Luckily, you had that connector on hand. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Kylie uses those, what, Junior Molex connector things? Yeah, the mini stuff. Uh, mini Fit Junior. I, I yeah. didn't have any, though, so I had to cut the other side and oh. put, like, a regular Molex connector on there. So, uh, and, and and it worked. It My flasher works now. It's great. Um, let's see. What else did I do? Only a couple 89 flashers were on there instead of the 67s. Nice. So that's Ooh, not that's bad. Harvest. Only a few fuses were wrong. Actually, two of the fuses that were wrong were the same two that were wrong on Alien Star. So what do you think they are? You should get this, you guys. Sonoid fuse. I'll, I'll give you a clue. Both of my games are re-imports. So what two fuses do you think I had to Main replace? Mainline. Mainline. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. Oh, they used a metric size fuse, huh? No. No. They 5x20 millimeter? They have Not one and a half inches? They have no. to. <laughs> 
No, because on the uh, it's fuses <laughs> one and two. Because on on the game, hey, it I says, don't know what you're doing tomorrow in the bathroom. And it's uh, it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's two twenty. You use yes. these these value fuses. If it's you know one twenty, you use these value fuses. So of course they converted it to one twenty, but they never changed the fuse. I blame the reimporter. Did you swap your uh, the thingy that pops when there's too much voltage? The thingy that pops when there's too much voltage. I did not swap that. Oh, is that a special? Is that a different value too? Yes, it is. I think so. Yeah, I don't know on Gottlieb's, but on Williams, it is. Bummer. No, I didn't do that. The thing is about that is the two twenty fuse. It's it's like put a five amp fuse, and then for one twenty, it's it's two and a half. So actually, it was, or no, I said that the other way around. It was basically underfused. Yes. So yeah, two point five. Yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, one of the other ones I went through was overfused, like a 10 instead of an 8. I'm surprised that survived at all. Yeah, I know. You would think, yeah, it would have went at some point, being underfused to that degree. But the Alien Star was the same way. And plus, you had to order parts for your game. I had to call... Yeah, he's in he's in the not taking email orders at Pinball Resource. So I had to call. It took me two days to get through. I got the man himself, and I didn't get yelled at. I had all my part numbers. He was all friendly and everything. He didn't question your part choices? No. No, that's why wow. I was waiting. I was waiting because when I did the flipper rebuild kit, but then I ordered some extra yeah, System 1 coil stops, I was expecting to hear. I'm like, you know, they don't go with that kit you know but but he didn't so he's off his game or maybe he's just getting used to it and just saying screw it he is off his game because i got the wrong parts anyway yeah so did <laughs> we last time i i got williams pop bumper rebuild kits instead of the Gottliebs. although on the i could see where he took the order down on the um not receipt what's the word invoice invoice it's correct so whoever actually got the parts from the did it wrong they took the wrong package i think we, we were actually invoiced wrong on ours ah yes mm, yeah we were too good so we, was, we, we got the parts as invoiced it's just not <clears throat> yeah yeah so but uh yeah got everything together it's fucking awesome it's great everything works except one led on the left ramp and i just wasn't going to play with that it's good enough good enough yeah i love it's like not just good it's good enough one or two days after you posted it, you finally got through to him. I saw another post saying, hey, the email order's back up. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> That's bullshit because the, the auto-reply email he had said that it wasn't going to be taking it for the foreseeable future, so they lied. Well, we got to the unforeseeable part of the future. Yeah, we, we obviously Not did. Crazy thing to me about Surface Safari, that left VUC, the wire form. The hey, habit this trail. Is a, this, is a, this is a family program. It's uh, it's <laughs> it only has one actual good mount where it screws into a you know a, a machine screw into the metal post, so it's actually solid. The other two are just on the side rail with wood, wood screws screw. that just rip out instantly because it was just a you know there's so much um, shock when that thing comes out. There's no way that's going to last. And someone had already increased the screw sizes a couple times. I think mine is like a number twelve wood screw, just like jammed in there and it works but. yeah yeah but yeah and then the other one the other vuck in the back it's mounted with uh three machine screws but one of them was sheared off into the the actual um the post so couldn't get it out so i end up having to use one of my other posts which 
the ones I have are for like Williams. They're they're not as uh, the diameter is not as big as what Gottlieb used. But I, I found one. I found one that was the right size or close enough, and it, I got it to work. Heavy metal meltdown is, is it done? done. Just it's waiting done. on. Just waiting for him to take it. I got one last one here, and this is more of a question for you guys. I, I haven't looked at this. This is uh, when I went to league last weekend. Demo man was down. Oh no! Don't don't. It's like what's that's, wrong? That's so rare. What's wrong with demo man? Well, I was told it's doing this thing where you're playing a game and you you flip the flipper. And I, I don't remember if it's the right or the left, but it's the, the same side. You flip the flipper and it just it stays up. Not mechanically, like it's energized. So you turn the game off and they turn it back on and then it's fine again for another 10 games and it does the same thing. Bad coil stop, bad return spring. Oh, but it turn, it, they turn the game off, it goes down. Yeah, it goes down. Mm. So, it's not getting hot. So that what they did so far is first they thought maybe it was the opto or something. They swapped the opto boards. The problem did not move. And I guess it happens whether you use the flipper buttons or the triggers. So it's in the mech. They went as far as <laughs> how's it in the mech if it's energized? It's got to release. If it, guess what, a, t- a transistor doesn't work and then not work. Well, yeah, yes, exactly. And they replaced well, the electronics. They were they replaced the transistor input could be floating or something. Yeah, very rare though on a on a the Fliptronics too. They replace the Fliptronics board. It does the same thing. Okay, so we ruled that out. All right, now I have a question for you guys. The flipper itself has two diodes, right? Yes. Is there a deal if a diode comes off a little bit? Could it lock on? Could it energize? Not directly. Yeah. There goes my theory. Oh well. Uh, replace your MPU. Could be a bad uh, voltage comparator on the input for the direct switches. Could be. Very uncommon now. So is this problem? Yeah. Mm. It's. I. I don't want to say just replace the coil. See if anything happens. Swap the coils. I'm trying to go for simpler things than like just start replacing boards. Replacing board is very simple, Ron. I'm not well, it's very it simple, but it's it's you're going so far up the stream on what the issue could be. I halfway think. up the stream. Yeah, halfway up the stream. You got a problem with a mech. I focus on the mech. You said it's not the mech. Well, I said yeah because it's energized. Because it's, ener- it's, it's energized. Yeah. So it's not the mech then. Well, see, I consider the coil part of the mech. I, co- I consider the coil part of the mech, and it's energized. Try replacing the coil. The coil is just energizing itself. It's the whole that's straight not. from the sun. Yep, the sun. The solar power coil. The whole transistor, once the whole transistor is engaged, it should just stay engaged. So Unless Zach says, up. replace the MPU. What it about could the also be that, the, that the whole transistor is already stuck on, but just... You're not noticing because it can't raise the flipper. Yeah, but isn't that on the Flipronics board? Yeah. Which they already swapped out. I didn't say why it was stuck on. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you can, when it's gone and stuck up, you can disconnect the direct switches and see what happens. Good point. Yeah. You could also just disconnect the interstroke switch completely to rule that out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a couple of things you could do. You know, while it's engaged, just pull off the, ca- the connector for the direct switches. If it drops down, then you know. You said pull off. Sorry. Yeah. You sure did. Yeah. I did. Thank you. Um, all right. <laughs> Is that enough for repairs? So far, yeah. Your countdown's done. My countdown's done. I'm Great. Tonight. Yes. I'm taking Your countdown tonight. is done. Just play test. Break it in for me. 
No, I'm going to take it home with me so that uh, yeah. once it's in the vault downstairs, it'll, it'll be it doesn't league. come back out. And league members will be like, this is so great. We want to play this every night at league. I'm going to say, perfect. The official you WNY can, game. You can bring it up. You can bring it to Zach and get Zach's working. Mine works. It's just not all the drop targets go up. There you go. Yeah, that works great. It works great. Zach, I sent you something on uh, the chat. Yeah, but you didn't tell me what it is, so I can't do anything about it. It's above it. It's... If you look at the title of the, the email that I sent, it was... Yeah, I can't see the title. Oh, okay. Rotation 8. Oh, yeah, you have a bunch of emails for Rotation 8 in the mailbag. That's mail what I'm going through now with Zach now. Mm-hmm. We're going to re- repay Rotation 8? No. Oh. Somebody wants to sell us one, possibly. Possibly. I haven't gotten that far yet, but he wants... Okay. He wants uh, a value, and I'm now seeing if Zach's even interested or not. That seems like a reasonable value, depending on location. You know what people are interested in, Bruce? New games. Rotation 8. New Rotation games. Eight, no seen those Rotation, before. Nobody sees those before. It'll so be it's a like, a game. like nothing before. Draw people from all over the region. All Start over the world. Did you know a new game came out? What was announced? It was announced. What was announced? And it was video gameplay. It was shown. Some of it. Some Not of all it. of it. We still have no video or sound assets to see. Yep. <laughs> They weren't approved yet. That's what I. That's what they said. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? Uh-uh. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> are we excited? It's a wide body. I'm and it has an upper play field. It's a wide body in the way Demo Man is a wide body. Are you sure? Yes. Have you measured it? Have I measured it? Look at it. No one I mean, even. No one even thought it was 25. a wide body when when they. Oh, whatever. It could be twenty four. You know, I'd be curious. Like, uh, here, here, here you go. When's the last wide? What was the last wide body that wasn't the Williams Super Pin Dimensions? That wasn't. It would be uh, Jersey Jack. No, no, they they nope. used the same. They used the same. Uh, they they used use the same. same Super Pin Dimensions. So did Highway. Did so, Highway? I I believe it's the same. Look, at, measure your alien. Oh, you don't have it. I'm sorry. I mean, they use the they use a custom lockdown bar on alien, on my alien. So mm, well, I don't know if it's the same. That was just a die you made. Hey, what the hell? <laughs> and did Highway have the raising things? Also, they, the yes, they had. Yeah, they had. But I, I bet you the play field is basically the same as a super pen. Okay, so what's the last wide body? Algar. I mean, even Dad East, like um, Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses, yeah. I think is the same dimension. It had to be stern. I just know Zach order. loves wider, wide bodies. So I'm just trying to think. What was the last wider, wide body? Aren't the sterns narrow too? The sterns are the sterns are narrower, yes, but they're not. They're but still not wider than like next gen and stuff. Oh, I thought they were the same. No, they're not. No, the glass. No. I, I know because I had. I, I had to get glass. Yep. And, and the other thing is they they're longer and wider. To, <laughs> The Williams are longer and wider, but the Bally's are just wider, which is weird. Yep. At least for the glass. So I have to say uh, Orbiter, Orbiter 1. Orbiter 1, yeah. Or Clone, if you count that. Yeah, I don't. Orbiter 1. Because Orbiter 1 was after the last Bally, too, right? Oh, yeah. Last Bally was 81. So the timeline is Spooky released a trailer, which is basically just a te- teaser trailer. No, teaser trailer. Okay, I, thought I just told you what the name. This is going to be a fun episode. I just told you the name <laughs> of the game, which everybody in the world knew was spooky knew, too, at knew. this point. And then only a few days later, they had the actual, you know, the full all-out trailer with actual. You know, you could actually see the game. Yep. 
So what did you guys think when you saw it? And I don't know if our listeners know this, but Zach here, that's one of his dream themes. Scooby Doo. And he already had one of his and he had one of his dream themes ruined with pirates, so Twice. 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 Oh, so you didn't like the first stern one either. No. Oh uh Jolly Park. Yes. Oh yeah, Jolly Park. I think it's pretty wide too. Like Yeah, Jolly yeah, Jolly Park. And what about Nemo? Nemo was after that, right? Or was that a wide body? Not a wide body. The Jolly Park was by the European company, right? Yes. Yeah. The Spanish. It was a spinball. Spinball. Yeah, spin- Not the Sonic. No. Okay, back to Scooby Doo. So, here we go. When you saw the trailer, what did you think? First impressions. There's a lock on it that's interesting. Oh, we're going to get right into that, huh? <laughs> Bruce's eyes gravitated immediately to that. No, <laughs> I, I blame the Clusterbuck for this because I didn't see this. <laughs> but on Scooby-Doo, there was an apron lock. There's two apron locks. There's two apron locks. And if you look where the ball locks, when it comes out, there's this little narrow passageway it goes through <laughs> to get back on the play field. And the way they did the art, they made it like this this purple color. And if you remember the, what was it? The back glass on Lord of the Rings LE, where what's his fate? What's, what's the guy's name? The old guy. Gandalf. Gandalf's like, what was it? His hair or something? Oh my. The way they did it, it looked like a penis. <laughs> the, the, the perfect picture is actually on the front page of Twip. I'm going to save this and put it right to our work. Uh, yeah, basically, just look at an overhead shot of Scooby-Doo Playfield. The two locks, when they, they come out, it looks like two penises. And, of course, they're pointing right at Daphne <laughs> and Velma, of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and someone on our cluster rock, yeah, he called it the, the cock locks. So instead, of, you, you have the pretzel. Now you have yeah. the cock lock. Yeah. And so the, the dual drop target bank on the left, are they, do they block the cock locks? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> cock lock blocks? Is that what they are? Cock lock blocks. Yep. Cock lock blocks. Everybody loves the cock lock blocks. So wait, what what do we think? I mean, it's loaded. It is loaded. I well if, is it hey, actually that loaded though? Oh god, pay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Well it's cheaper than Stern. Are you gonna say it's not loaded because a lot of them are sculpts that don't do anything? No, I'll admit it does have a lot. Well, the CE is a lot of sculpts. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. The we don't trailer. Really know how many the other exactly. Have. They haven't released pictures of those either. There's three versions. They, they know that no one's going to buy no them. No one's going to buy them. There's three versions of this game. They have the. Um, the fuck you major, the fuck you minor, and the normal. Uh, no, I don't think mm-hmm. those are the official names. No, it's the Pro and the LE. It, no, it's the Standard Edition, the Bloodsucker Edition, and the Collector's Edition. Basically, the only one that has the cabinet art that you want is the collector's edition. Yes. Along with a ton of other things. So you get the standard edition, which is $7,769. It's a cardboard box with a picture of a pinball machine on it. Uh, It's got the mystery machine. Come on. The Bloodsucker edition, you get clear plastic protectors, interior graphics. This is extra stuff from the regular. Knocker kit, shaker kit. Interactive RGB speaker lights, target decals. Uh, let's see, RGB LED action button. So does that mean there's no action button on the standard? Yeah, I still have got an answer to that. I have, I, I have to assume. The, uh, I mean, it's metallic flake powder coat, laser cut speaker grills, flipper button protective armor, numbered plaque, 
and five metallic flake habit trails. But if you get the collector's edition, you will get custom zombie chasing Scooby speaker grills, ghoulish green powder coat, a RGB LED multi-layered villain topper, laser cut custom creeper armor, power coated door, custom Scooby dog tag launch button. So I wonder if that means on a regular one, is it just a regular button? It's just a launch button. And you even, you even get power windows. Yeah, and door locks. No, numbered plaque, uh, five character colored habit trails. Yeah, which is neat. Yep, and they're all, they're, I had all the colors right, just without looking at it. I figured Fred, I figured it wouldn't be white because that would look weird. I figured he'd be blue, Spooky would be brown, Shaggy would be green, Velma would be orange, and Daphne would be purple, and that's what they are. Let's see, uh, RGB LED action button. Wait a minute, does the other one just say action button? No, it says RGB. Okay. Yeah, the same thing. Uh, minor, and then the sculpts. Minor 49er Scooby Mines cart sculpts, the Black Knight sculpt, the Mine Entrance sculpt, the Abandoned Airfield sign, and the Charlie the Robot sculpt. Mm, I, I love that just a sign counts as something that you need to uh, charge extra for on the CD. Yeah. But for $1,000 more than the, than the Bloodsucker? Well, here's the thing. So for the collector's edition, it's $9,769. So do you want a packed game like Scooby-Doo for under 10 k If it plays good. Or do you want the Bond Ellen Super LE that's going to be a single-level play field for like, for like $20,000 or whatever the hell it's going to cost? Those are obviously the only two games you can buy right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying if you're comparing... You should compare those. I don't think you compare. You compare first. How can you not compare? How can you a game with a a wide body with an upper play field, all the shit in it, and then you have another game that's basically a throwback single level play field, and one is under ten thousand dollars, and the other one's probably going to be over twenty thousand. Both for very desirable licenses. I think the the base model is a joke. The base model is basically just there to say, "Hey, we still make cheap pins. We still make cheap pins, and it's just barely above." The pro price. Oh yeah, and they're doing the thing that they did for the last game, where they're they're it's they're having nineteen hundred and sixty nine of these, which oh I my. thought was, was cute, <laughs> but, but just not any particular whatever versions people want. So I think you're going to have like nineteen hundred and sixty CES, <laughs> and, and maybe nine Bloodsuckers, or maybe one standard somewhere, which will be the uber rare limited edition. Yeah, that'll be the rarest game of all. And time. And they won't get their game till a year and a half from now. Yeah, the first will be last. Is the, best, the newest, yep. the, yep. the the highest price is first. Yeah, medium price is second. Lowest we, price. We found a list on Halloween, right, and it said there were nine hundred sixty CES out of twenty five hundred or twelve fifty. Fifty. Yeah, so nine hundred out of twelve hundred basically yeah. were CES, which is impressive. I yeah. think that maybe we'll, and the and Halloween cab- that wasn't even that good of a thing compared to the the amount. Butter cabinet went up in price too. Oh, did it? I didn't even see it, it mentioned anywhere. Oh, I got the mention. Fourteen hundred. Wow. Instead of a thousand. So, so if you Soinks. want the true LE. Soinks. Soinks. There it is. <laughs> you can get the base model with the butter cabinet. <laughs> and be the one off car. That would be the best. It's it like would trolling be. everything. <laughs> but you'd oh, get it fast, probably. Or oh, they'd so, just be so confused they just give you a CE by accident. Yeah, but the other thing about Scooby Doo is they have all the voice actors who actually do the voices now. 
Well, the yeah, cur- currently, oh. I, I guess, for, from what yeah, from what I'm reading, these are the people actually do the voices now. It's the original. That's when I listened when I watched the trailer. I'm like, that doesn't really sound like Shaggy. And I guess the guy who does Shaggy now is the guy who did him in the movies. Yes. But he he, he does him in the cartoons, too. He took over for Casey Kasem, but he doesn't really yes. sound... Like, when we had Mark Silk on here, he sounded more like Shaggy. Oh, yeah. And this guy I don't sounds know why like Shaggy. didn't hire Mark, Mark Silk. Uh, well, uh, because they got all the people who are actually doing it now. That's why. Yeah, like, they, but Mark Silk we're, we're sounds like the, him. We're questioning the, the, the choices of the actual Scooby-Doo production committee, not yes, Spooky. Yeah. Um, I can't really fault Spooky for hiring. When I was people. watching the trailer, it's like, wow, who'd they get to do Fred? He is spot on. Like, I cannot tell the difference. And then I saw the credits. Like, oh, it's Frank Welker. He, he did Fred. So uh, that's why he sounds perfect because it is Fred. Sounds awesome. Yeah, it is Fred. Let's see. The other I, I couldn't tell which one was Velma, which one was Daphne. Yeah, me either. Yep, yeah, me either. I mean to me Vel Velma is always the one I heard when I was a kid. That's always to me that's Velma. If it doesn't sound like that, it's not Velma. But that's just me. So thoughts. Zach, we're gonna go to you first since you're our third host. What do you think of it? And Scooby Expert. So far, right now, as Scooby of today, just a 12, Scooby 12 11, 2022, what are your thoughts? What you've seen so far? It has a lot of elements that I like. Okay. You like it's the fan in the middle ramp. Whether any of them will actually be implemented well. Yes, we know that. That's the problem. Well, it the, was Scooby. It was a wide body and has an upper play field. So two and it's, and it's got stars. a separate drop target thingy. Yeah, in the middle. Ball save, drop target. And it's got lots of habit trails. Oh, that's right. It's got the uh, Diamond Lady, Diamond Lady target. drop target between the it's, flippers. It's got cool lock stuff. On the apron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool apron stuff, sorry. I always like when they do something interesting, you know, with yes. all that space down there. Yeah, abuse it instead of abuse it. Uh, ignore it. Well, abuse it would be fine, too. Just don't ignore it. Yeah. And the upper play field, it goes all the way to the back because they have it has no back panel. It's basically actually a split play field, not just an upper play field, too, which... Yeah. When was the last time we had one of those? A while. What does that mean? Split play? Explain. You know, like the first like Black Knight, it's actually it's full width. Mm-hmm. There's an entire half of the play field versus like Game yep. of Thrones. It's just a little thing floating up there in the corner. That's okay. Just a mini play field versus a full split level play mm-hmm. field. What do you think of – I've read a lot of stuff that it, it has very strong Alice Cooper vibes. Uh, people disappoint me. <laughs> People you mean from overhead? Like, like, it, like it's a spooky, and it has an upper play field with some rocks around the front. It must be Alice Cooper. I thought it does look a lot like Alice Cooper. I think the coloring palette is a even little the bit. center. I mean, the center instead of having the targets there, the, the center is the ramp that gets up the upper play field. But it just looked very. It looked very similar. No, I'm just pointing you around. I'm sorry. I, I've never ceased to disappoint you. I know. <laughs> no, sometimes you impress me. Oh, wow. So, I let you know at the time. this is the most oh. they've ever made for one game. Well, they might. Well, exactly. That's the first thing. Okay. Yes, it has There's not sold out yet. It has not sold out. And it, Halloween, just like Alice Cooper. Halloween sold out in a day? Hey. This, is, this is their first game to not sell instantly since Alice Cooper. Yeah. Upper playfields are bad for business. No, no, no. The problem was, look at the game before it. Yeah, I think the Halloween was... what killed it. What, yeah. Well, what was before Alice Cooper, technically? It was the chicken... Chicken. It not, was freaking Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Not TNA? No. Rob Zombie. After Alice Cooper? Mm-hmm. 
Feels wrong. Okay. My PDB. So make a good machine, and then you'll sell that one out right away. Yeah, the most important marketing system for your current machine is your last machine. Exactly. Well, that's the Gary Stern way until you get the new one on the line. That's <laughs> the exact opposite of the Gary Stern way. Well. I am surprised that – well, I'm, it's the same time. Maybe I'm not surprised. It, it looks so packed, and it looks like they did it. I mean it looks like you would hope it would look. All the cartoon art. It's it's the Scooby-Doo everyone wants. Yeah, supposedly they have like clips from the show. They got and stuff. clips from the show. Well, I'm curious if they have new voice actors, they overdubbed will the clips it. Still have the old voice no, actor. No, they they dubbed it. Wow. So you haven't listened to any of the. Uh, see, I do my research. I've listened to Zach. You are right. Yes, this never happens. Rob Zombie was 2016 February. Alice Cooper was 2018, and in between there was actually two games in between. Oh yeah. Total Nuclear Annihilation and the Jetsons. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. And IPDB is wrong. Let's continue. So, yes. <laughs> wow, I'm giving you props for once. And what do I nah, get? No, it's wrong. <laughs> um, yes, they're overdubbing. They're dubbing over their voices with the, the new actors. So they probably couldn't get the rights to the old so ones. So I, I wonder if they're overdubbed. They almost have to overdub Fred, too. Otherwise, it, the, the quality won't match. So he's going to so, so he, overdub himself. <laughs> say the same lines he already said 50 years ago. That's going to be interesting. So, and someone will somehow hack it and put all the original clips back in. Yeah. So the problem I have, you know, the, the question I have for you two is, are you impressed or are you not? Oh, I was impressed. Okay. Zach? Yeah, I guess the wide body thing impresses me. I, would, yeah, I was I like really expecting Spooky to ever do that. Neither did I. Although there's no reason when you think about it in retrospect that they couldn't. Like, well, the problem no, – well, actually, I do like the wide body for that. One reason is, guess what? They, maybe, the, maybe the shots will be a little wider now. <laughs> that that, that would be too bad because they were the perfect width before. No, they were not. Yeah, they were. The center shot is pretty tight anyway. Did you look at the center shot? It looks really wide to me. Oh, no, it doesn't. Looking at it right now, the targets seem like they're biased. It, it, it's, it's like a big hurt or something. Looking at the pictures that no one can see. Because they're listening. But uh, who's who? Who made this game? Let's see. Game design. We have Spooky Luke and Corwin Emery. So I I think they're the permanent designers at this point for all the games. Because they've done two. (laughs) I know. Exactly. They're great. (laughs) And the one that they did the first time was terrible. Software Spooky DJ. I don't know who that is. Uh, Rules. Luke Peters. Uh, The art is Matt Frank and Jeff Zorno. I think one of those guys did... Alice Cooper, right? I, I believe uh, one of them did Alice Cooper, which is an excellent art package. Animations, Bill Rude and Bray Duke. Uh, music by Matt Montgomery. And then the voice actors, it's got the you know, voice yeah, actors Matt, for the Matt game. Montgomery it's interesting how Spooky seems to be able to continually find good artists. Yes. Usually new ones each time, too. Like, yeah. But they haven't found a good programmer yet, right, Zach? No, they had one for Rick and Marty. Okay, they did. But, I mean, you know, maybe you should offer your services. No, nah, I'm sure they wouldn't want someone, you know, who lives in New York. But wait a minute. They have programmers who don't live in Benton, Wisconsin. Are you saying that they did not want you, Zach? Yeah, they didn't want me. Wow. They turned Zach down, ladies and gentlemen. He offered to what, – what did you offer to do? Clean up Alice Cooper? Yeah, back when Alice Cooper was, like, still – actively getting releases and stuff and they're winding down but still a lot of bugs which is still a lot of bugs yes, um, 
yeah, I, I messaged like, hey, like I already have an Alice Cooper. I've coded pinball machines before. I'm a professional programmer. It's not like you it's know, my first it, time trying to touch a, you know, touch code. I, I can fix up all these problems you got left, and, I've, and here's some ideas of how to improve it, you know. And then, no, we only want to use programmers that will be uh, on location in uh, Spooky Headquarters. The thing is, though, that was previous management. Is Charlie not in charge anymore? I don't think so. I really I think don't he's think so. What I think, you know, a lot of the a lot of these people that were there initially who have left or let go or whatever, you know, like if Bone was there and he was gone, was it David Van S was there and he was gone? A lot of them. I think Halloween was kind of the transition game. I mean, if you were paying attention when, when Halloween came out, number one, it's done by, you know, Luke and bug. And they were the ones doing the interviews and they might have Charlie on, but he hardly talked. Yeah. And then after that, all the shows, it was Luke and bug, Luke and bug. Uh, Charlie wasn't even there. And now this latest game, they already had a interview on. Uh, I think it was the pinball show, and it's just Luke and Bug. Yeah, and I think you could you could think of Charlie as the owner, but Luke and Bug are kind of the uh, presidents of pinball operations, if you will. And I think they have their people they want to bring in. I think that's why you saw a lot of the older guard going bye bye, and they're bringing their people in. Which, frankly, I mean, wouldn't you do that? I mean, that's that's what a head coach does when they take over a team. But if it's good people? <laughs> uh, you know, maybe they don't get along with those people, even if they're good. I, I don't know. No, what I'm saying, you know, uh, you know, Halloween did not impress, I don't think, anybody. I don't know if Fosma will do any more games there. I mean, he had that for two years. It's still a buggy mess. Oh, it's a terrible buggy mess. He must have dirt on charlie somehow like how many games in a row did he like mess up <laughs> i know but i yeah it's like two years on that game i mean you figure because it's been a year and a half of making it plus he had to be on at least six months beforehand and it still crashes and has all the issues yeah to the point where they they pulled him off of it and replaced him with someone in either australia or new zealand i can never remember where he is but i you can't give him any more games right you will no, he'll get hired by uh, J-Pop. <laughs> J-Pop. Oh, we got him. He, yeah, he's on my list. But uh, so, hey, hey, guess what, Ron? What? You'll be able to play it. I'm sure RPC probably, or or Rochester in general, probably has at least five people who have ordered the CE. I think there's four. There's four. Of course. That we know of. That we know of. And I'm sure someone will get the Ellen Bond, too. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. Oh, Really? I would give 50-50 odds on that. Oh. James, maybe. Okay. James, maybe, if anyone. All right. But, uh, yeah, but uh, I got to play Dr. No. Dr. Noah? Well, you were saying I'm going to get to play it at RPC? No. No? Well, you, oh, the other game. Yes, you will be able to play Scooby-Doo, because Mark's got one coming. Coming to RPC? Yep. He said he's Just Mark? Well, it'd be sort of pointless to have two. Who would bring yeah. two... That's happened. So wait a minute, but didn't didn't someone else on this call get this game? You got one, Ron? No. I didn't know you got one, Ron. Congratulations. Yeah, nice. All right, for those at home, for the, for those at home, Zach is getting one of these. Yes, he is. With Bruce. Yes. I you know, you know, Bruce, Mister, just bashes Spooky more than anyone else. I do bash him, and this maybe will clear. We've been bashing him all day here. Exactly. I've been bashing him still, and I still own half of it. This is going to be your second spooky game. I've only yes. had one. 
the theme is what makes it. If the gameplay is shit again, they're going to hear about it. Well, the other thing is, this game supposedly has all new board set, all proprietary board set. Designed by the coder, seems. And new wiring. It's going to be like the, um, the daisy chain light board thing. No, they used those in Halloween too. They did. That's yeah. That's what I thought. But they, I the interview I just heard, they made it sound like it was a new thing. So it somehow no, it's different. They might be a new uh, design. But... Custom boards for the LEDs for like the common points. Yeah. There you go. On Halloween, it was all singly mounted LEDs. Yeah, pretty bad. I mean, but it's very yeah. nice for replacing them. But congratulations, Zach! You have a game. Well, not yet. No, eventually in a year. I mean, I do have a game. It's just not Scooby Doo. Well, the funny thing is, didn't your, your distributor failed you? They didn't email you at all? Oh, yeah. Pinball Star, always very great. Totally didn't mess up getting me my uh, Al Scooper either. You know, they posted like, hey, if you want a no-stress way of ordering, you know, just email us and we'll put you on our reserve list. And so I emailed them, and they did not put me on the reserve list. But they had Bruce on there. <laughs> yeah, Bruce, Bruce emailed them, you know, and then he got emailed back later, like, here's the link for to order, your own personal link. You know, and uh, Mark got the same thing, and then I just didn't get anything. He probably saw the Zach name. It's like that Zach guy. Fuck him. What version did you get? Wow, is it, it a secret? No. Take a random guess. What do you think Zach would get? Well, no, well, I heard Zach. It was just... not my choice. It was not my choice. Oh, so uh, I, th- I think it was your choice, Bruce. No, it wasn't. I said I said I would like this or this, and you said you didn't like the artwork, so. That was exactly what the comment was, right or wrong. Well, but what was I going to buy until you offered to split with me? You were going to buy the, the lowest one, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. So you get the Bloodsucker edition? Nope. So you did get the CE? Yes. All right. Well, there's no point to the Bloodsucker at all, in my opinion. Like, no. no. Either go on the cheap end and yeah. get it late, or go on the expensive end and get it soon. Yeah. And what does soon mean? In the next year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> 2024, here we come. <laughs> Get ready for the RPC launch party in 2024. Yep. yep. Scooby, uh, what what uh, model did Mark? Well, that's a stupid question. I'm sure that's he got. Stop, never mind. I just the real for, question is, did he get a butter cap? Did, yes. No, he did, did not. He, did he, he get a butter cap? Did he ask for a second topper or something, or <laughs> or just even more that's, sculpts? That's, well, that's going to be the next thing, Ron. Toppers for your toppers. Toppers. Yes. People are not thinking properly. You have the top with the topper. We should get siders and bottomers. Yes. <laughs> the ankle biter LE. Every game should have a smoke siders. machine, strobe lighting, disco we ball. We haven't had a game with a cider since, what, Safe Cracker? Mm, that's more of a fronter. That's a cider. A cider and a fronter? Predator. Oh, God, Predator. But the ciders were cool. Bank doors opening up. I'm surprised that more games don't come with uh, under lighting from the factory besides Fathom. Hmm. That seems like a really cheap way to upcharge a lot of money for something. The other thing I should mention, you could also get the game through Spooky, but their yes, their, their website so crashed again. Their <laughs> no, website crashed again. They can try. Yes. They had issues. I think this is the, what, between Rick and Morty, Halloween, and this is like the third game in a row they've had issues with the website. Hey, we got new code for, for Fathom, and it fixed some bugs. Okay. Yeah. Nice segue off of that with a completely unrelated thing, but yes figure we fixed some bugs yay <laughs> well i i want to say are, are you going to be mad when you don't get a manual for your spooky bruce yes i will complain about that right the bat. so guess what they should be doing right now 
getting the manual ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so once we get the game, it doesn't have a manual. We can complain about that as on that episode. Their exactly. new proprietary yeah, right. board set, so they can have yeah. a you know documentation for all that stuff. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Well, I, I have to ask you this, Bruce. Mm-hmm. Would you consider Bond in full production right now? Yeah. No, actually. They're making bonds. They are making bonds. I agree, but now they're back to the they're to the LEs or whatever. So. Bond is a production game. Yes, it People is. People have bonds. Yes. Guess what? Stern doesn't have for Bond on their website. A manual. Yet. The manual. So here you go, Bruce. Get on their case now. Uh, it's only been a couple of weeks. We're talking a year and a half. Uh, a little different. A little different. Uh, I will say they sh- they usually do put out a manual. Yeah, this is the slowest we've seen recently. Exactly. So two weeks That's or three sign. weeks. Wow. Uh, I would. I. I can. I can give them a couple. I can even give them a month. And it probably will be out by the end of this month. Stern, where's your manuals? Where's my bond manual? Do you have? They must have like a. Oh, wait, oh, 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 oh. It's out now. Oh, it is. It is. I'm looking at it right now. Oh my oh, god. Oh my god. Cool. Unfortunately, they only have the pro one. Oh, they only have the pro. The pro. Oh, they only have the pro. That, that, that's all they've made yet so far, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's legit. Yeah. There you go. Th- okay. Good job, Stern. See, I you bugged on them, and look what happened. Uh, they, I think they they, they uploaded it right at this second. They heard us. Yeah, because it's up there. I'm looking at it right now. All right, good job, sir. I played it. It's, I actually plays really good. I like the flow on it. So is that so? That was a, what two or three weeks into production. So two or three weeks into Scooby Doo production, we expect to see a manual. Yep. There, there are 15 listed coil outputs on the uh, the pro run. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But that includes the shaker motor, so it's really 14. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? Do you remember that I, I I watched all the original episodes as a kid, and I just remember there were episodes where Daphne sounded different. Then I found out later it was like a different person doing the voice. So even as a kid, I would notice stuff like that. Like, why does she sound different? And then they had the Scooby Doo, was it Mystery Hour, where they had like celebrities? It was like Scooby Doo and and Sonny and Cher, Scooby Doo yeah. and the Three Stooges, yep. uh, Scooby Doo and Mama Cass. Like I'm like, what? Who is that? I had no idea who that was. Uh, so Scooby- who's the first person going to make a mod for the for the missile on 007 with a vibrator? Uh, <laughs> this is one time that I'm glad that you glad that you don't have any uh, arts and craft skills, Bruce. Yeah, I know. See, uh, did I mention Scooby Doo and the Harlem Globetrotters? Yes, See, a double pinball. So, actually, no, I didn't mention that. Not, not this episode, but yes. All right, is that enough of Scooby-Doo? I think I went through all my notes here. So, after all Bruce's bitching, he's getting one anyway. So, he's a hypocrite. I'll write that down. Half of one. Half, half of half. one. So, it's, it's, he's half a hypocrite. Half yes. a hypocrite. I just, I'd like to say it's, it is nice to see Spooky still just making a wide body, mm-hmm. doing upper play fields. Like, yep. I will even like that. Jersey Jack is not doing yeah yeah it it was nice after the halloween thing they could have just like okay let's make the most generic safe play field we could make and it's like no no upper play field we're putting locks on the apron i feel like for better or worse they're like embodying the 80s 90s pinball feel for design much more than anyone else hey did you know the uh stern pinball when you get a manual, it actually tells you on the back that it's FCC Class A subpar J compliance for C, E, and UL. <laughs> yeah, the Spookies don't have UL 
uh, no, certification, they do, do they? No, they do not. No. Who does? I mean, I would say Stern does. I would assume Jersey does. Jack does. Jersey Jack does. Who else does? Does Chicago Gaming have it? Does American oh, have do. it? I think they do. You, they are UL. Also. I mean, is Spooky the only one who's not UL certified? And what exactly does that mean? Don't use it on location? I mean, it's probably a smart idea. The limits are designed to provide a reasonable protection against harmful interference when a Equipment is operated in a commercial environment. There you this go. Equipment generates, uses, and can radiate radio frequency energy. And if not installed and used in accordance with the instruction manual, may cause harmful interference to radio communications. So now the question is is Fathom UL certified? Probably not. So we just make the rule that we can't have non UL certified games at the Rochester Panel Collective. There you go. Done. Well, that's probably all your EMs, right? I doubt they did that back then. Well, when was the first UL certified game? Ron? Exactly. Oh, that's a good. That's Ooh, a good that's question. A great question. If anyone could uh, answer that, send us an email to slamtillpodcast at gmail dot com. What was the first UL certified pinball machine? Might have been Big Hurt or Gladiators. I remember uh, Gottlieb was bragging about getting UL certified back in the nineties, around then. Oh, and if they were bragging about it, yeah, that they would probably be first. We did it. Presumably, at least of the major manufacturers at the time. Although, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, I assume that nothing in the 80s was all certified. All right. So let's get off of that. There were multiple George Gomez interviews while we were away. Mm. That super awesome pinball show had a two-parter. And he was also on Marco. Hi, Marco. Who's Marco? Marco Specialties. Polo. (laughs) You know, that place you order parts from, you know? You said hi to Marco, doesn't Okay, yeah, who hi, knows hi. what Marco is? Marco could be a guy in Europe. Hi Kyle. Yeah. Hi Omoto, is that better? Oh, that makes sense. Okay. No, it's a, finally makes no confusion. Sense. I assumed you were talking about that other uh, Twippy nominee or something. Twippies. Yes. Vote for us. Just kidding. Too late. Too late. Um, oh, that's moving. right. The pre-voting is over. The pre-voting. The pre-voting. Is over. <laughs> pre-voting. Soon you can vote for us. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we made it. Um, and if you can't vote for us, remember to vote for Silverball Chronicles as, like, your, your given. Second. Oh, did I there's mention your, that? There's your, there's your thing. Nope, that's it. You're Silver done. Chron- Silverball Chronicles, which can be listened to on the no, Pinball no, he Network. He already did it. You already done. I didn't say where say it could it. be listened to. The Pinball no, Network. That, guess what? He didn't remember that, so that's, that's his fault. I don't know where it could be listened to. The Pinball Network. <laughs> Thank you. Did you see David Dennis's uh, Christmas photos with his family? Nope. Nope. Look that up. Just look it up real fast, please, please, on Facebook. Okay, like David I'll... Dennis right. Christmas. You can no, look it up with his his family. David Dennis, by the way, is my co-host on Silverball Chronicles. That's can be That's listened two. to on the That's Pinball two. Network. That's Thank two. you. Wow, no, no results for that, Bruce. Sorry. <laughs> you don't know how to internet then. Don't know how to internet. Well, to be fair, Facebook search is like the worst. These Gomez interviews. I took some notes down. Did you look at the pictures yet? No, I didn't look at the pictures. I'm going on to to pretend care business here, Bruce. Every day. Every day, every way. (laughs) Taking care of business. Every day. Uh, Bond Super LEs. He said mid-December. So next week. But what, what about the Bond LEs? Yeah, they are on, they're on the line right now. Yeah, I think they're making – yeah. They've been on line for two and a half weeks. But there's no manual yet? They're not uh, shipping. They're shipping the European ones, so they have a little more time. So we don't care about Europeans? 
We don't want Europeans don't don't read manuals, Bruce. They just drown it, and then when it breaks, they replace it with the next one. Exactly. You're finally getting it. Wow. Okay. Um, it looks like Stern is going to be staying at two cornerstones. What? Until they catch up. Yep. Surprise! Surprise! Yep. On Super Awesome, he was going back and forth, but on Marco's the the Marco interview, he was more. We're probably going to stick at two until we can catch up. There you go. So my question, oh, God, did you just send something? In chat. I don't know how to use chat. Just click the chat button. Yes, I, 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 I got it. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and this is what he posted on Facebook. Yeah. His poor wife. <laughs> can you tell he's Canadian? Yeah, you can tell he's Canadian. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. The goofiness. That's, that's a normal picture right in Canada. Just yeah, to that's actually like, you know. He's considered yeah. normal. Actually, he's considered not weird in Canada. No, not weird is weird in Canada. <laughs> yes. That, that's correct. What did I have in my notes? So if they're doing two cornerstones, and the rumors that I've heard, I heard this at Expo, that the next game is going to be Foo Fighters, and it's Jack Danger's game. If that's your first cornerstone, then what's the second cornerstone? So you thinking... Foo Fighters, quote unquote, will be March ish. Or whenever the first cornerstone will come out. So my question is if they're only doing two, what's the second one? Is there a Venom? Does that even exist? Uh, it's going to be Venom. We know we've gotten very good info from other people. Yeah, podcasters. I've been so wrong on the Venom thing. Yes, you I'm have. I'm sure Bruce is happy on that. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm starting to wonder is there an actual Venom? I mean, does it even exist? I sort of doubt it at this point. I kind of doubt it too. So, what's the second cornerstone? Obviously, okay. it's going to be Jaws. Yeah. It's going to be the Golden Girls. The thing is, and I, I was thinking of this, Elwin's last cornerstone was Godzilla, and that was last year. We still got Eddie, too, though, right? Yeah, Eddie. So, this year, the only Elwin game is going to be the Super Ellie thing. Probably next year, too. Yeah. I mean, is he doing a cornerstone next year? I've heard he's on Back to the Future. Which would be oh, yeah, awesome. And I'm thinking that wouldn't be a cornerstone. I would think that would be a Kapow thing. Kapow! Pew, pew, kapow. So is there a number pew, pew, one pew. designer, the number one designer in pinball? Is he where he's just going to be working on the high-end stuff now and no more cornerstones? Are we worried about things based on baseless suppositions for a year exactly, in the future? Yeah, I... 100% I am. I'm completely worried. Why are this, you worried? This is the... Bruce, this is what the the, uh, the Pinball Network influence gets for your podcast. It does. It really does. Just this common sort of sense stuff. goes right I out want my yearly Ellen Cornerstone. What if he doesn't do one? Then you got to just... Ban- well, he's not going to do freaking- one. He's not doing one this year. Okay, so now you're just going to write off Stern completely, right? I'm just trying to say, why would you have your number one designer not be on Cornerstones anymore? You don't know he's not going to be on Cornerstones. Yes, you don't know this. Listen, Chris... Calm down. Chris. <laughs> I'm just going by all the rumors I hear. And as you sell by Venom, my rumors are always just spot on. Yeah, there's always spot on. I'm just concerned. Nailed that one. Will 2023 be the year of no Elwin release? Ooh. You know, because Bond Super Early is his 2022 release at this point. Mm. If it comes out before the end of the year. Say he comes out with a game in 2024, that'll be three years between cornerstones from him. That's not acceptable. Who cares? What do you mean I care? 
we'll say he comes out game in 2023. Then it'll be one year. I'm one of the many members. Yeah, try it again. I'm one of the many members of Team Elwin. I want my Elwin. I have. You can't say that. Snap. Huh? Huh? I've owned three out of four Elwins. No. Yeah. What do you own now? Two out of four. Exactly. I have two out of four. And I wouldn't mind the one that you hate. Iron Maiden? Yep. So I'm hearing that two is smaller than three. Is that what I'm getting here? <laughs> you don't own them anymore. You had the thing for like a month. Did he own yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that's more than most Sterns. Yeah, you, you had an Avengers for, I think it was, maybe it was a little over a month. You didn't have it long. It was like two months. It was during COVID. He had a lot of free time. <laughs> no, I, I got Jurassic Park during COVID, I, I thought. I thought you had it during the uh, the Avengers because of the uh, what's it called the head to head thing. You got it. Uh, I and bought Avengers in March of 2021. Still somewhat COVID, yeah. And yeah. then I sold it uh, at an unknown time. Great job, uh, me at, at the recording. Your tracking is very head. Uh, when did I buy Jurassic Park then? You don't have a spreadsheet with all this information in it? He does. I do. That's what I'm looking at. That's why he's annoyed at himself because he didn't put oh, the information in. Oh, he didn't remember. In. Oh. He didn't know he didn't put the information in. He oh, he didn't put the information in. Oh. Yes. That's, we, you have to get into the mind of Zach. Other interesting things during the Gomez interview was uh, – Where was this interview on? I already said that. So Blaine, <laughs> when he was talking about Bond and the less than optimal release that occurred – all on the licensor, baby. They had all intentions of showing the game in England when they had the uh, whatever show that was, the UK, whatever. And they got the word from the licensor, yeah, yeah, don't show it. And he said not only did they say not show it, they told them when they could show it. I guess they didn't have good licensing uh, approvals for that one. Well, the licensor is in control. But uh, if you look at the... Or you they know, didn't provide the information in time. If you look at the displays, it says images may be changed. Yeah, pending licensing approval. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I've never I've seen, seen that. that one. Yeah, I've never seen that on a production game. No, I was like, wow. I'm surprised you're allowed to do that. <laughs> well, you're stating that the images are not, may not be approved and they might change. But you're allowed to release a game that's not without approved images? Like, that feels weird. I agree. But it says pre-production also, so maybe pre-production because it says that. He confirmed the pop-uppers were tied together. Oh, good. Which we already so knew. we were right. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, of course. Yes. Not a, <laughs> he made it sound like all the models, though. But again, it's not, not uh, on the Pro. And we have now the Pro schematics to prove it. We do. Uh, what else do I have? Just watching Bond Pro, it is still weird to me that when you've locked the ball, it doesn't stop it. So you miss the whole lock animation, the multi-ball start, all that. No, so you're, you're saying the premium is better then, huh? Uh, for that. Yeah, I kind of agree with But it's you like, couldn't they have like a, a pop-up post, post something? Yeah, exactly. It's so bizarre when you start multi-ball. You hit the shot. It's the center shot. It comes around, and it's doing the full, like, the, the missile open or whatever the hell it does. It's, it's just the multi-ball, light show, all that. You really can't pay attention to any of it because you're already – the ball is in play. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. You're doing the presentation without stopping the ball in any way. And that other thing under the flipper that just kicks it out to the top or just randomly hits shit. It goes into the pop bumpers most of the time. Once in a while, it kicks somewhere out. It's going to be weird. It's definitely way different than that uh, Stranger Things game you like, Ron. 
I don't know if you listen to any of our episodes, but I mentioned how I played one where they had adjusted that. So when it kicked out, it went around the little loop. Which the designer specifically said is not intended. Yes, the design, and I even mentioned how the designer specifically said that's not how it's supposed to go. But I don't care. That was good. I like that. Fuck Brian Eddy. We do what yeah, we want fuck here. Them assholes. Yeah. The when it comes to that, yes, it was much better the other way. It, it was much cooler. Like ah, because as soon as you see it, like oh, it had to be designed to do that. I think I even brought up the um, getaway. How the kickback goes into the saucer. Like when you see that, like oh, that's pretty cool. So there you go. I think that's all I have for the Gomez interviews. Okay. As far as the interesting little, because I do my research. Are you listening to any of these interviews, Bruce? No. I'm the only one doing the research. I have only listened to a half of one, the first one, because I've been busy at work. We have a new person in there, so I'm trying to teach. So it's kind of hard listening to stuff. Okay. To be honest, mm-hmm. when it's by myself, I can listen to anything and do whatever I want. So the other interesting tidbit, uh, this is from Pinball News. They had an article, and I, I recommend people read this, about the uh, Zidware case. Oh, yes. Resolved with John Papaduke. So go to pinballnews.com and check this thing out. It is a very, very good read. The crux of it is basically, th- these are the original Zidware customers who spent like five figures to get, you know, thought they were going to get, was it like Alice in Wonderland and, and magic girl and all that. None of that shit happens. They they sued. Yeah. Back when getting screwed by new manufacturers was a new thing. Yeah. New thing. So, but they, they eventually all ended up, you know, this, this lawyer and he was, the lawsuit is, was going on and interesting things like when he went to deep root and deep root was actually fitting the bill for Papa Duke's lawyers. Like was actually deep roots lawyer. That was defending yeah, like them there. went hard on J-Pop. Yes, like, he did. Uh, it's just so, so weird. And then... Maybe, maybe J-Pop's parents got taken for money, and then that's why he had something on him so he can... <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, it, it and it got to the point where, you know, after Deep Root went out, went under, and Papa Duke's like, I, I got nothing to pay you. You know, I got no money, got nothing. So they just went through all his financials and found that he was, they looked at his checking account and saw every month he was paying for like two storage bins. And then they went into the storage bins and it had all the shit in it. It had Raza stuff in it, all the Zidware stuff in it. Personal pinball stuff. It had the Houdini, the original Houdini American pinball design in it, all that stuff. Yeah, he gave that up to the, so it was, it was resolved because now all that stuff belongs to the Zidware People who got screwed, they're going to have to sell it all. And then they think they're going to get 50,000 for that. And I almost, <laughs> I almost well, choked. No, they, they want to get 150 for it. I know exactly. I don't even think they're going to get 50,000 for that stuff. Maybe if they sell it individually, they could get 50,000. I mean, some of the stuff was the stuff that people thought was part of the, the deep root. Yeah, know, no one ever get, but he, he got it out of deep root and actually had it in his storage bin. I thought that was interesting. And then he yeah. said he didn't have anything when he obviously had that. If anyone hires this guy, they're douchebags. They're an idiot. You, you know who had it right the whole time? Python. Yep. In a Python's interview on Topcast, when he was going through, you know, all the people he hates and likes. You know, he hated Pat Lawler, loved Steve Ritchie and stuff. But when he got to Papa Duke, you know what I said about Papa Duke? He is a con man. That's what he called him. He called him a con man. Nailed it. He nailed yeah. it. I always gave him benefit of the doubt of just being really stupid. No, he was really smart. 
but now, now confirmed, literally just lying about this shit. Like, yeah. I like that when he first started, because he started with Bally originally. Yes, he did. And when Back he was in like the early eighties, which is weird. And he was working there, but then when they got bought by Williams, Williams did an audit and found that he didn't have working papers because he's Canadian. He didn't actually have working papers to be working in this country. That's why he was gone for a while and then came back once he got his working papers. I was confused why Bally never made any of his designs. Let's see. Uh, wow, I did repairs already. So that's good. Well, I got a note here. Pincinnati. Mm. Pincinnati. We have someone on this very call that went to Pincinnati. So, Bruce, how was it? Oh, I'm sorry. Zach, how was it? I would have went to Pincinnati if they didn't have so little of uh, the cues for uh, the wait list. The, the wait, wait list, Bruce. Well, yes. You, in other words, you weren't fast enough getting on the list. Nope. And it barely moved. It was 100 people max for every tournament, which sounds quaint in these, this day and age, you know? <laughs> quaint. So how was the show? Or did you even go into the showroom at all? I did go in the showroom once or twice. Once or twice. Wow. We uh we played some games. While we uh when were we doing that? Oh yeah, it was uh me and Ray went and played some games while we were waiting for like Steph's finals to start. Because uh the women's tournament finals were first thing in the morning on the next day. Well there was a delay incurred yes, was. by by something that I always get nervous about happening for tournaments at my house. And that is power went out. Yep. Yeah. We had uh, the women's qualifying on Friday and then the strikes tournament on Friday evening. And then women's finals was supposed to be Saturday morning. And we woke up uh, Saturday morning and the power's out to the entire hotel. And the area. So, like a transformer blew up somewhere. Although really like we went across the street for lunch and it was fine. More than meets the eye. So it was like very specifically the tiny part of that region that the hotel was sitting in was the part that was got fucked. It went down at 9.30, I think, and the show was supposed to start at 10. So they had people showing up for the, the show itself, and it's like, hey, we got no power. That's got to hurt. And it didn't come up till 4.30. No, you yeah, originally we were told 12.45 and then 2.30, yeah. and then finally actually got it back at 4.30. Yeah. And uh, impressively, Eric actually managed to get everyone roped in and got the tournament going at 5.15. So I was surprised that he could actually manage to contact everyone within that time. But he did. And then the finals went to like 3 or 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so would you go back to one of his tournaments there, sir? I'm interested to see what changes he makes for next year because they've been talking about format changes and stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. It was a nice variety of pinball machines until they fucked me over. How did they fuck you over? Because the machines always fuck him over. They always malfunction. It's never his fault. No, the game worked perfectly. It was just, it was Big House. So, Oh. Big House. I was forced to play Big House, the same bank, in every round of finals I played What's wrong with Big House? Big House. Uh, It's really bad for tournaments. It is really bad for tournaments. Okay, why is it really bad for tournaments? The only way to score points in it is by getting the skill shot. Yes. It's like more unbalanced than Arena. And also, the skill shot isn't actually like designed well on like Arena, so no one actually found the plunge to make the skill shot the entire time. It was just people just plunging and hoping. Oh, if you got in, you're like, "Hey, I got it." Yep. I love the multi-ball intro in that though. It's got the spotlights that move, yep. and no, that is cool. It's it's 
really cool until like one second later when you realize there's nothing to do in the multiball whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, except go for skill shots. So you think with a some rule changing that could be a good game? Oh yeah, it's uh, it's got a cool layout. There you go. There's a cool thing like you hit the drop targets and it starts a timer, and like for the first few seconds it's special if you complete them, then it's a million points and then it's a hundred thousand points. But the timer is so fast it's impossible to complete it even on ten thousand. <laughs> Just make that timer slower, and then it'll be way different. Hmm. So one thing they uh, they did do is, I think Saturday they just stayed open, like Saturday night. They were supposed to close at like midnight, but I think because of the power outage, they just left everything open. Yeah, and I think they were also telling people they could come back Sunday for the amount of time they're open then too with the Saturday pass. Yeah, whatever oh, you nice. can do. Yep. But uh, I was in a group with Ray, and we both got eliminated in the semifinals. Well, you eliminated Ray. Well, you needed to pass someone, and you missed by like a couple hundred thousand. If you could have done it, then Ray could have been in a playoff. Yeah, though I think technically, if he had just done really bad, then I would have needed much less points to get through too. So we eliminate each other. <laughs> Teamwork. <laughs> Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work, I guess. Although to be fair, the last round we were in like the same exact position, and we both made it. <laughs> I take it you got a lot of whoppers and stuff. Got some whoppers. Not a ton. Are you your top 100 now, finally? Uh, I think I am exactly 100 right now. But you were, okay, you were 100, then you were 99, so you're 100 again. Yeah, I think I'm back to 100. I bled in and I bled out. Okay. I don't know what I am at this point. Let's see where everyone is. I was at a, turn- I was at a tournament yesterday. I, I, didn't, I didn't do well. Wow, you played a tournament in December? Yeah. 100 is Zach. Mm-hmm. My 200-something? I'll just go look at the New York State standings. 222. Oh, nice and even. And third in New York. Do you think you'll be able to overtake Alberto with this tournament you're going to this time? 1324. Woohoo! <laughs> I don't have any more tournaments this year. Oh, the one that hasn't been in yet. Ah, uh, No. I didn't even make the playoffs. I probably didn't even playoffs. have enough to make my card. Playoffs? No. Yeah, you you would have needed a, a 12. Oh, God, no. Pitch. No. Nope. There's multiple tournaments going on this weekend. There's the District A2s doing another Whopper Farm Fun. And then there's, uh, I think, a tournament in Germany. So it's like constant tournaments on, on Twitch right now. So it's going to be, it's 24 players in the New York is Raymond coming out and kicking all your asses? <laughs> I was looking at that. Funny. There's so many people who are obviously not going to be coming that it's going to – there's a bunch of people below. You, you, you might get in. Deep. I'm actually above Jerry. What does that tell you? Yeah, I, I think you're oh, both, yeah. get, I think you're both in, getting like, in. Bruce is only 29th. There's no way he's not getting yeah, in. Yeah, there's no way like, he's not getting in. Unless I, I, I bet it's going to like the 40s at least. Yep. Maybe the 50s. And it's going to be a rock fantasy, Bruce. Would you go? Oh, I'll go. Okay. Don't create a scene. I will. <laughs> I mean, if you can manage to get banned from Rock Fantasy, then will they mean they can't host it there anymore? Yes. Good plan. Go for it. See? Wow. Always be thinking. <laughs> no, I would never do that to be an <sighs> asshole. No, I never do that. But you are an asshole. You said so. I am an I am, I tell everyone I first started working with, I'm an asshole. That's a great intro line. It is. I'm sure that makes them feel super comfortable. Very comfortable. Okay. <sighs> All right. Time for the ball bag. Oh, my. Let's see. What do we got here? Uh, I don't know. I what do we have here? I could skip some of these because they're your rotation eight thing. 
yes, Rotation 8. People have responded. I have my list still here, so we need Bad Girls, Rotation 8, and Escalera, which I might be bidding on today. Backlash for the games, and a Radical, of course. What do you think, Zach? That's a pretty good list. Uh, you can skip the Radical. No, uh, I like the Radical. I don't think the code's good enough. I think it's pretty good. Make it better. There you go. Okay, this email is from Robert Byers. Oh, my. Hello, boys. So I think if you do the ceremony, oh, it means twip, twippies. Yep. So if you do the twippy ceremony, you should dress up in the dumb and dumber tuxedos. Bruce being dumber, of course. Yes, with the blue fluttering thing. Oh, definitely. Another idea is have me present each award as a different wrestler. However, have Ron do the voices. I literally can just do Hogan. That's it. Oh, and, and Justy Rose. And, even oh, neither, and neither of those are particularly good. I can change between each segment, do a brief intro for the wrestler, and then go to the podium and have Ron offstage doing the voiceover. It will be a top rope slam tilt mashup. Woo! Woo! Maybe we could get Matt and Rebby Hardy to present game of the year. That'd be awesome. Robert Byers, top rope pinball, IFBA player 164. We should vote on that. We should have them vote for us for that. Well, you know, brother, it's twippy time, dude. <laughs> all right uh let's see just one other one actually yes oh god this is a pinball princess oh no length email here let's see this is from bob hi bob hi bob hi there pin maniacs ron should try to read this as hulk hogan <laughs> though not sure he'd sound different than deep roots robert m voice uh, if I tried to read this whole thing as Hulk Hogan, I would have no voice by the end of it. I feel like I'm falling behind, dude, with another burst of Slam Tail podcast. Or maybe I've been too busy lately. But those last two podcasts seem to be quick. First, Bruce, what the fuck? You work on Thanksgiving and eat pizza? What kind of un-American, no-good, money-grabbing company is courting anyway? Be a real American, Bruce. Hold on, hold on. It wasn't the company's choice. It was my choice because Kathy was not around that weekend. So I'm sitting home with my thumb up my ass. I'm also work and make some money. And since I didn't cook for myself, I got pizza. What sort of no good money grubbing company allows their workers to work on a holiday? They allow us to. So that's actually a good thing. It's our choice. It wasn't mandatory. It was our choice. Bastards. That's right, baby. They make you work on most American or maybe North American. Yeah, David Dennis, Jeff Teolis, and others also celebrate in October. Holiday of the year. You need to tell all those commies at Corning what's up. <laughs> commies at Corning. Oh, my God. Commies at Corning. Wow. Seriously, I thought Bruce's description of his uneventful Thanksgiving day would be the intro story for a charity commercial. Sally Struthers. Oh, God. Do you want to make more money? Sure, we all do. Zach probably has no idea what that is. No, he probably doesn't. No, but I can picture it. For $12 a month. Oh, yeah, that she did those too. Yeah. For 12 Adopt a random Bruce somewhere in the U.S. Yes, exactly. What was it, for DeVry or whatever? I can't remember what it was for. But it would have all these different things you could study. And one of them was gun repair. Gun repair. <laughs> I just remember that. And he'd scroll by the screen and be like, you know, relatively normal stuff. Carpentry, this, this. And then there'd be gun repair. Ah, uh, and here's Bruce. He's forced to work on Thanksgiving Day. And after that, he only has a Pizza Hut personal pizza warning for him. Meanwhile, it's independent, sorry, International Correspondence School. Please get it right. Okay. It was not DeVry. Meanwhile, at Wendell, we- Wendell Weeks Corning CEO house, we see him watching football and World Cup soccer on two side-by-side 70-inch. I listen to football. 
8K TV screens in his theater room while staff serve up an endless supply of game time food before the main course of mm. turducken. Turducken, awesome. You ever have turducken? I have no, I've never seen that word in my life. Turducken uh. is turkey, duck, and something else. There's uh, chicken. Chicken, yes, all in one. Poor Daffy. Okay, so here we go. Layers. Here's the classes. You ready? Oh, fuck it. Uh, all right, hold on. God let me let me get past okay, this paragraph. This. So sad. No one should have to live this way. For only four dollars and ninety five dollars, yeah, four dollars and ninety five cents a week, less than a stern coil stop. You too can sponsor one of the overworked corporate slaves. Won't you call now and make a donation so people won't have to suffer like poor Bruce? This won't be Patreon now. This is just supporting me. Okay. What are the classes, Bruce? What what can I learn? High school. You can learn high school. TV VCR wow. repair. Oh, TV VCR repair. That's very handy. Computer programming. You guys are out of out of jobs now. Assembler, I'm sure. Auto mechanics. Bookkeeping. Learning the personal computer. Because it was new. Electrician. Legal assistant. Animal care specialist. Interior decorating. Child daycare. <laughs> Medical and dental office. Gun repair. <laughs> florist. You can learn to become a florist. Teacher's aide. Catering, gourmet, cooking. Wow. Electronics. Air conditioning repair. Drafting. That's very popular these days now is drafting. Hotel and restaurant management. Fitness and nutrition. PC repair. Or get your specialized associate's degree in business management and accounting. Hey, without drafting, how would Steve Ritchie have drawn a pinball machine? Exactly. I really? I, I was thinking more drafting was like uh, a sport involving farting. No. No? No. Let's see. When did – it was – hey, it was right around us. It was in Scranton. The classes – they would have been in Scranton, Pennsylvania was the ICS learning. I, I just want to see a, a video of the gun repair <laughs> just to see what's involved with gun repair. Uh, back to the email. Uh, anyway, back to pinball. In your previous episode, 195, I really enjoyed the discussion of a Christmas story pinball machine. It's a theme I've considered for when I get around to trying to retheme an existing pinball machine. My goal would be to use an existing playfield, maybe with some tweaks, but completely new modern hardware and custom rule sets. I've jotted down some rough ideas. Like Bruce, I need to write things down not to forget. Here's the sampling. Let's see. A mode where... It a mode where it starts with the clip, how'd you like a snowball sandwich? Then boom, Ralphie gets hit with a snowball to the face. The mode mm. is then a timed mode in the pop bumpers where every pop cycles a loop of Ralphie pummeling Scott Far- oh, Farkas. Yes. If you drain during the mode, it ends with a clip of Randy under the sink saying, Daddy's going to kill Ralphie. Let's see. A creeping marauders mode. I think I said that right. Where you have to hit random... Targets around the playfield. It starts with the clip of Ralphie bursting through the kitchen door and his family huddled under the kitchen table. Save us, Ralphie. I just know those bad guys will be coming for us in the end. If you complete the mode successfully, you get the praise from the family. If you fail or drain, you get the comment from Ralphie's mom that BB guns are dangerous. This might need to be a multi-ball mode to simulate the chaos of a yard full of bad guys. I don't remember any of these scenes. Did you ever see the movie? How could you not have seen the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so even I've seen here. the movie and I don't see anything. Let's see, a Christmas tree overload mode starts with every insert lit, then a pop as the fuse blows and all the lights on the playfield go out. 
with Ralphie's dad saying, don't anybody move. A fuse is out. When the mode starts, when some lights come back on, haven't worked out what the mode would be at. It's just a fuse. Nothing to see here, people. I completely agree with Mike Winnie that maybe the Sopranos mech could be redone to make it flick his tongue stuck to the flagpole. Oh, the, um, what's the name of the place in Sopranos? The Bang. Party at the Bang. Bang, yeah. Party at the Bang. See, a major remote, a uh, major award mode starts with the scene where the dad talks about a delivery coming tonight and a knock at the door. You hit a fragile, fragile crate bash toy. Then, <laughs> did anyone get that? Fragile? Because that's a bash the crate. That when hit the right number of times, there's a leg lamp pop out and light up, which ends with a clip of him saying, Why, it's indestructibly beautiful. It reminds me of the 4th of July. Fail to complete the mode, and the breaking leg lamp clip is shown. See, the Bumpus Hounds invading the house should be a multi-bowl mode. The What I Want for Christmas theme mode. Success is uh, the A-plus scene, and failure is the C-plus scene. Maybe a secret decoder ring, lighted inserts to spell Ovaltine. Or shouldn't it spell, uh, what is it, drink more Ovaltine? International Rescue. Oh, God. <laughs> Some possible drain call-outs. You shoot your eye out, kid. Son of a bitch. Oh, fudge. Schwartz singing... Uh, what did I do, Ma? That might be my favorite. When she's on the phone, like, what did he say? And you just hear in the background, and he just starts smacking the kid. No, Ma, what did I say? Dead silence. No one else liked that scene but me. Sons like of bitches, bumpuses. Oh, my God, I shot my eye out. Let's see. So question for you both. What would be a good play field to use for a re-theme? None. None? <laughs> no. Stop making re-themes. Yes. They go against God's vision. Possibly something that could be obtained on the cheap because it was a good layout, but other aspects, theme, artwork, flipper size, power, whatever, held it back. Big house! A pinball machine on the cheap? There is no such thing. It doesn't exist. So no suggestions? My suggestion is I have a blank piece of plywood here in my house. I'll make my own. I have it. Here is a saw and a drill. Yes, we have the worst guess as far as if you're going to ask about rethemes. Zach just makes everything. He just retheming is like evil to him. I'll even retheme a circuit board. Watch me. Retheme a circuit board? Just like Spooky with their new warden control system. Mm. My son recently watched Office Space for the first time. It'll be 25 years old in 2024. Perfect for a 25th anniversary release. Come on, Stern. Get that license. Make it happen. Or Dave Fix, it could be your second license theme that really bumps you ahead of JJP. It feels more like a JJP theme. It does look like a JJP That's right, theme, baby. But... JJP's got to do that, baby. We're not doing this here on American. American. We only do original themes here. The American dream of American pinball. Yeah, when, is, when is that coming out? Are we going to get the new the galactic American tank announcement ever? force thing? The worst secret held. The worst secret held. Like, how long has it been since their last release at this point? A long time. You guys would be interested in an office space pin. It would definitely have to be a Printer bash toy, yes. You could collect items of flair. 15 would be the minimum. More than that would be bonus. One bird calling out skill shots. If you could hit the right orbit, that'd be great. TPS reports multi-ball. <laughs> That's fucking funny. How much uh, bling do you have? Or, well, flair. Uh, you already said that. Flair, yeah. okay. What do you think should go into office space pinball? All the stuff you said. Parking spot. Yeah, you get your ball. You lock your ball in the parking spot. I want uh, like good luck with your firings. I, I want that line in there. Flipper flipper should be the stapler, and then one mode it just gets disabled. 
Yes. Please make steepler. I want yeah, I might make steepler. It's got to be a red flipper. Yes. Yep. Red flipper. Uh, lastly, appreciate the heads up on the eBay item, the time machine cabinet for 99 cents. It's not too far for me. I'm going to see if I can get it for my eventual homebrew. Hopefully you got it. Let's see how much it went for, because I still have it on my eBay. Appreciate all the entertainment, tech help, news, commentary, etc. during my daily commute. Thanks. Hope you both have a great holiday and happy new year. P.S. Oh, this one hurts. Still waiting for my Godzilla premium over a year now as of late November. Oh, this is getting into waiting for a big Lebowski territory. Maybe I'll get it before the next Stern Cornerstone. Mm. Nobody bought it because the guy ended up the auction early. Ah, maybe he got that. He went so, there so in person and picked it, it up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I have to say it that way. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, Bob. Thank you, Bob. That is it for the ball bag. <sighs> I will say uh, this will probably be our last episode of the year. Ever. Ever. Of the <laughs> year. Because <laughs> the next few weekends are Christmas and New Year's, and Just I don't feel like recording. Like Hold on, people. happening. Hold on, people. Me and Zach said we had plenty of free time. The other guy oh. said he didn't have free time. I didn't say I had free time. I said you guys have free time. The host of the show says no. So there you go. So you see where to... Didn't you say that we are the hosts, though? Uh, yeah. Earlier this episode? Uh, pretty sure? No, you're the third host. Bruce is a co-host. I am the host. So he's above me? Actually, when you think about it, yeah, kind of. Yeah. What am I? Weird. No, you're the host. You're the third host. I, I get co-host. Yeah, Ron is the host. I'm yeah. the third host. Bruce is the co-host. We're still missing a second host. Second host. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think of my intro. What do I say again? Timmy. Welcome to uh, uh, my co. Yeah, I call you co-host in the intro, don't I? Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, I always enjoy that nice little slight to start every episode. Every episode, I get slighted. Yep. Yeah, just slap, slap in the face right there. It is always. I mean, you got you got to knock him down a peg because he is an hey. asshole. I am an asshole, but guess if it, what? If you, you can, can start still, low, we can't get anywhere. You can still go to classes on ICS. <laughs> is gun repair still low? Still no, it is not, unfortunately. Oh, what damn it. It's in Europe. That's why. They yeah, it's VCR repair there. <laughs> no VCR repair. They don't believe in VCRs either? No, they don't. Do you believe uh, that? If it was in Japan, it would be Betamax repair. Bookkeeping, human resources, learning and development, IT. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> uh, procurement and supply, marketing, leadership and management, project management, corporate governance, and accountancy and bookkeeping. Yeah, those are all the classes you can learn at ICS now. It's in England now. The company moved over to England. Oh, absolutely wonderful. You're going to have English literature. Oh, that's great, Bruce. I can't wait to go over there. I'm so <laughs> pissed there's no gun repair. I would complain about that. Oh, do they have a class to help me fix my time machine? No. Damn! Nope, they got rid of the uh, technical stuff, looks like. All right, well, that's my list. You guys have anything else? Zach bought a game. Zach always buys oh, yeah, games. Natty, I bought a game. Bought a game. And everyone loves this game. And, yeah, and then I went here. to Cincinnati and I bought a game off my wish list for a long time. You're going to laugh. I can't wait for people's reaction for this. Go ahead, Zach. Tell them the game you bought. El Toro. What a bunch of bull. What the hell? <laughs> Do you believe you actually bought an El Toro? Is that a game people hate? You've seen it at all these shows for the tournaments. It's terrible. Oh, it's not that one, is it? No, it's not. It's the other one. No, it's not yeah, the other one. Yeah, I'll have to say, I, I couldn't. No. I bought a Williams El Toro. 
So why was it on your wish list? What's so great about El Toro? It's got my favorite flipper layout. Oh God! Whoa, you're fa- okay. I gotta look at this thing here. What what is his favorite flipper layout? Don't look up the Bally El Toro. Look up the Williams El Toro. Bally El Toro, the worst flipper layout ever. Let me look here. Bally El Toro. Uh, no, don't look at it. Yeah, that looks pretty bad. Let's see. Uh, so I want Williams El El Toro. Wait a minute. The actual Toro, the bullhead, looks almost exactly the same as the one in the Bally. Yeah, I think more than one person in the Bally design department was slacking off that day. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they just kind of copied the way the head looked. It's even in the same spot. Art? No. Layout? No. Rules? No. No. El Toro. El Toro. Here we go. You got a reel in the middle and a couple drop targets. Oh, yeah, the the reel in the playfield's cool, too. Yeah, I like that. I tried to do that on my first homebrew, but I couldn't fit it in. So will he keep it? Who knows? Who knows? Have you gone through it yet? Is it ready for play? It is still sitting on end in my entryway. You know how much it was? Brand new? Zach? $397. Uh, not the BOM, the, the actual two distributor. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder how much it was to the actual end user. Probably. Four, What's the two. markup from the distributor? To probably the 500 person? Probably 100 bucks. I love how you call it end user. I'm sure that's the terminology they use then. Yeah. Yeah. And more went overseas than... Then stayed in the U.S. See, it's another rare game, just like Spirit. You've got all these rare It'll games. Somehow you get all the rare games that aren't expensive, except Spirit. Well, that one wasn't expensive either, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you bought it, it was cheap. It was, it was cheap now, too. <laughs> it's just, that's what happens when yeah. you buy it in the 80s. Yeah. Things are nice and cheap. Wait, but you didn't buy it, though. You didn't have the foresight. Your dad did. I would have had the foresight if it wasn't alive. That helps. <laughs> Life does help. Uh, imagine that. living in the eighties. Come on, that's that's just that would be awesome. Oh, it was great. No phones, no, no internet, light, no motor car, not a single luxury. Uh, yeah. Although if I didn't know something, I couldn't just look it up. That sucked. It's primitive as can be. I'd have to go to the library or something. Oh God! And look up a, like an encyclopedia. I'd have to go to the. Uh, the index cards and find find what I want with that. Ask old Dewey. Yeah, Dewey Decimal System. Figure that all that stuff out. Ugh. Can't believe they still taught us that in high school. Did they teach you penmanship or they just like shit can that? What's penmanship? It's just like writing so people can actually read it. They tried. They failed. Okay. Well, yes, I know. But I mean other people. <laughs> so they probably succeeded for some people, yeah. Okay. They even taught us cursive. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was curious if they probably just so you can sign your name because really that's the only use for it at this point. At this point, yeah, but yeah. they totally made us actually like write paragraphs of it and stuff. They taught us typing. Uh, when I did cursive, they had you write like a sentence out, and then at the end of the school year, you wrote it out again to see your improvement, and mine had no improvement. <laughs> so I, I, I failed. Mine probably got worse. I'd believe it. A lot worse. I can't read your numbers. I can read my numbers. As long as you can read them. I'm the most important segment of the population for reading my own writing, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Unless you're writing a letter to someone else. Why would I write a letter? Exactly. That's so 80s. I, yeah, I was wait, so 80s. No, that's more like, <laughs> that's so 20s or whatever. 20s? Oh, come on. Yeah, when was the last time someone actually wrote me a letter that wasn't my grandma? Well, is she from the 20s? Probably around there, yeah. 
You know, but I'm, t- I'm trying to think of anyone actually like, getting out the stationery. You know, oh, she's right a hundred years seven. old. You're saying your grandma's a hundred years old? Well, not anymore. No. Okay. Okay, I think we've ran out of topics here, as far as pinball is concerned. So, 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 are we done? I think we're done. You got to do the spiel. Do the spiel. Do the spiel. Actually, Zach, do you want to plug anything? Um, or is it just going to be RPC, the same shit we would already plug? You didn't even plug that. We've got, we've got a tournament coming up next month at the RPC. Yes. Oh, that I can't make it to. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's fail on your part. But, but it, we've actually figured this out. If you don't come and other people don't come, I usually beat Zach. Yeah. Oh, we did. Did we mention that? You beat Bruce Zach. Bruce does better in tournaments where Ron is not playing. Yeah. We found this out. We, did, we didn't mention that. You retired and then you beat Zach. I did mention that last time. And I oh, we said did? Okay. I, yes. See, the problem is we're actually recording every two weeks now, so I'm it's screwing up. I'm, I'm used to only doing it like every month, so it's actually more up-to-date than usual. Yes, we're very up-to-date here at the But site. don't worry. We'll take care of that because we're not going to be <laughs> here for another month. So yeah, That's why we've got to advertise the tournament now. That's why we advertise it now. So uh, yes. January 14th, you pay one price to come in, you play all day, and you play in a tournament. It starts at... I think that's uh, 1 o'clock, 12 o'clock, open door, 12, 1 o'clock, we start playing. There'll be free pizza and birthday cake. And birthday cake. Ooh, whose birthday? Jason Plord said his birthday's on the 11th, so he should be included also. I said there's already a J in there, so we're good. Yep, we already got him. <laughs> it's, it's actually two people, Ron. It's actually three now. Hmm. Now he doesn't count. Two ah. people have their birthday the same day, so they've requested a joint birthday tournament at their RPC. Hmm. Nice. So we'll be doing a... I flip frenzy except we won't. It'll be the brand new format that Josh Sharp invented after killing the old format. That's exactly the same. Yep. Okay. Yeah. What, you know, I space out when you guys go into that shit. What, what's the deal? So flip frenzies have to be exactly the same number of games for every person. Every, right. Yeah. So, but you, they're, they're called a different name now. I mean, there's no real name for them yet. I called mine a flip unfrenzy. Uh, I've seen some people call it a, a non flip frenzy. There doesn't seem to actually be like a colloquial name yet, but I feel like they're just going to end up getting called Flip Frenzies because they it's killed right. actual Flip Frenzies. So now this is just going to be them. The so unflip Frenzies. You've got to have the same number of games, and do you still need like playoffs? Uh, you don't need playoffs. No. Oh. Unless you want to go – because the other new thing for 2023 is you can go over 100% TGP if you have playoffs. Uh, okay. Great. So this is going to be like a, uh, a 140% TGP Flip Frenzy. Mm-hmm. It's going to blow away all the whoppers we've ever given away at RPC in the past. There we go, boys and girls. We're going to give these all away. So RPC is the new whopper farm. When we go for 24 hours, yes. That's when, we'll, when Zach, we have to go 24 hours soon. Now that we can go to TGP, we only need 12 hours to do it. Oh, okay. So 12 hours. 12 hours of fun. 12 hours, that could get us at least three flip frenzies, maybe four. Okay. I like that. What do you think? We start at 10. We go till 10. Yeah. I will not be at this January tournament because I will be at Indisc. What's Indisc? Yeah, what's that? Well, who the hell goes to California in January? Or should I call it, what is yeah. it called? The Open? It's one the of the, it's a, it's a major. Yes, it is. Yes. It's the, if but likes this tournament, so it's worth more open. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty mean. It was a kick ass tournament before if but came in. Yeah, just saying. Just fine. And then they just now put it's, the game on it, and this is ours now. Yep. It's, it's theirs now? Okay. We are worthy. You are not. Sponsored in TGP. 
But now that it's actually a major, that means Josh Sharp can't win it, right? Of course. He couldn't win it before either. Oh. He can get second. He's allowed to get second. That's true. He's allowed to get second. He can't win it, though. The day he wins one is like going to be like, there goes the world. It's going to be all. What are the majors left now, anyway? Uh, the Open, the IFPA Worlds. Yep. I think the, what, the European Pinball Championships is is one. Mm -hmm. What else is is, there? A fourth? Yeah, it seems to me there's there's a fourth, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, Yeah. I can't think of it. Is it Papa? Yeah, Papa's not there. So not there anymore. But were they the fourth? Like we still haven't gotten another one. Yes, Papa was. Yes, that was that was the original World Championships. It was well originally it was that one in IFPA were the two, And, and European pinball EPC was the European one. They added the open, but now there is no Papa. So I yeah. guess it just kind of replaced that one. So what should be the fourth to replace Papa then? Uh, the RPC open, of course. Of course. Yep. Where else are you going to get a selection of, uh, you know, what happens if they came up and said, you know, we really need 50 games. And I'm afraid you guys <laughs> only have 49. For the open, we'll rent out a spare room and do 52. Okay. Wow. Like, is there actually like any notable tournament that's like above the rest that would deserve the fourth spot though? I'm not really thinking of one. Mm. There was a sanctum. Because it is a hard tournament, twenty four hours, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's like hundred people though. I know. I agree. That's it can't really be, you know, a major when you're only hundred people. And not even gonna be two hundred percent TGP either, probably. Yeah. It's just gonna be like a minor regional tournament next year. Okay, so this has been episode 197 of the Slam Till Podcast. Check out our website at www.slamtillpodcast.com. Upper right-hand corner, all our links. We can be emailed at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, Zach. Thank you, Zach. You're welcome. Uh, thanks to everyone. Say hi to Zach. Say hi to Steve. I don't know I did. Bonus. I'm here. Fun with bonus. Uh, yes, hi, Steve. Hi, everyone in the cluster Vuck. I think, I think we covered everything. Our first episode back, we're going to have some guests. Ooh, plural. Ooh, yes, plural. Oh my God. 198 will be a very important episode. Very important episode. So I got to get my tux on. Yep, because if we can't win the Twippies, we need to bring them to us. Yes. Ooh. Mm. Okay, I'll, le- I'll leave it there. So thanks, everybody. Until next time, say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Birdo Moon.
And this is probably this is our last episode for the year, I would assume. Yeah, I'm assuming so too. Because I mean, unless we're recording next weekend, because then the two weekends after that are Christmas and New Year's, and so that's not going to happen. That's a perfect time to record. I think it's perfect time to record. No, no, it's not. Not not at all. Ding balls are done. Ding uh, balls are done. I'll be free. I'll be free too. And we yeah. typically. <laughs> d- <sighs> I don't want to talk about the good stuff until we actually get into the freaking podcast. So let's go. Well, you've already done it, so. No, yeah, we're done. We can, I'm going. See you later. Bye. Shut up. <laughs> Goodbye, Birdo Moon. Try it again. There's a little hesitation. Goodbye, Birdo Moon. That's better. Ba-da-dum, boom, boom, if boom, I was boom. Zach, I'd have you do it like three oh, times. My, oh, my, my. Luckily, you're not. Yeah. Well, he get it right on the, on the first and second try, so it wouldn't need to. Wow. See, I'm good. You didn't hear the space, the hesitation. That's what editing's for. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't talk to you, I don't don't talk to you, Ron. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everyone. And to yes. all a good night. To all a good morning. See you later. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Festivus for the rest of us. Yes. See you, boys. Bye. Bye.